Hello and welcome to Produce Talks, the CPMA podcast. I am your host and CPMA Education Manager, Jason Gorley. Before we get started, I just want to remind you, you can subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes or some other podcast catchers. So if we're not on your favorite one, let us know and we will get ourselves on there. Also, if you haven't had a chance yet, check out elearning.cpma.ca. On there, you'll find information about our Produce Basics program, our Produce Essentials credential, and also you'll find information about upcoming webinars or our current podcast. So it's another place you can find us. That's elearning.cpma.ca. Before we get started, as usual, I am having Selena join us, and Selena is going to tell us all about this month's Fresh Health Award winner. Hi, Selena. Hi, Jason. The 2017 Fresh Health Award went to Ippolito Fruit and Produce, presented this year in Toronto at the annual convention and trade show. Ippolito has been a strong supporter of Half Your Plate, putting the logo on their packages of produce. They were also one of the pioneering sponsors of the Half Your Plate cooking instruction videos with Ambassador Chef Michael Smith. Congratulations to Ippolito Fruit and Produce. If you'd like to nominate a company for the monthly Fresh Health Award, simply email me at s. K-A-R-K-A-S-H at cpma.ca. Thanks, Lena. Now, this month on Produce Talks, we have the second part of our conversation with our, well, now our past chair and our current chair, Sam Silvestro and Raquel Koser. It is moderated by Ron Lemaire, the president of CPMA. And in this part of the conversation, Rick is going to outline some of his priorities for his upcoming year as chair. And we're going to find out just how much our first international chair knows about Canada. So, take it away, Ron. Rick, you will be the first international chair of CPMA in our 92-year history. That's a very significant step for uh, the association and yourself. And I just want to get some thoughts from you on, uh, on how you feel about coming in in that role. Well, I think I've said it once already, or that is I'm extremely humbled and at the same time very proud that I'm, I'm being given this opportunity. It's really amazing to me that, you know, when you look back to CPMAs now, we're about 92 years old, but we've developed from jobbers and growers in eastern Canada into a very complex food system that not only includes a vibrant, successful domestic supply chain, but also we've got the international network now that supports consumer and changing demand that's related to our, our industry, fruits and vegetables. It's a very complicated business. It's very, very complicated. And you know, I recall the book that was out there, The World is Flat. Well, it's flat and it's smaller. And uh, I, I think by the CPMA board, including and having somebody like an international chair, really does show that it's very much aware of the international aspect of our industry and certainly to Canada being a major importer from the U.S. and an exporter to the entire globe. They give somebody outside of Canada the opportunity to step in. And, and uh, I'm very thankful that I don't come in as a rookie. I do come in with 17 years as a director and probably doing business in Canada for 28, 29 years. So I'm very fortunate about that. And, and, and I think really the timing is very interesting and it could not have been planned. But, you know, right now there's a very, very, very serious interest in the relationship between the U.S. In Canada when it comes to trade. And, of course, we know that the whole idea of NAFTA now is either it's going to be renegotiated, uh, redrawn, however. But between Canada, the U.S., and Mexico, I think that there will be an awful lot of discussions taking place. I think I'd bring a perspective from the U.S. 
while being in Canada and representing the CCMA that I think is very unique. And I think that's going to be very, very interesting, exciting, and hopefully extremely useful to the CPMA and the Canadian produce industry. You know, Rick, it's, it's funny you mention that. I think you're, you're bang on relative to how complex the market here is in Canada. And while we have such a strong domestic market, we rely so heavily on imported products. The other interesting piece you mentioned about the trade component, and relative to the potential renegotiating of NAFTA, if we look at our trade relationship with the U.S., we import about $4.3 billion worth of uh, produce, and we export about $2.2 billion. Oh, but what's most important around all that, if we look at the U.S. trade relationship with us, not only in produce but across all agri-food, out of all the states, there are 29 states that rely on Canada as their number one trading partner. And that really is amazing to me. So you're bang on relative to you're in a real unique position relative to how the trade relationship between Canada and the U.S. works. The fact that you've been working in Canada for your entire career. I know from the Canadian perspective, we uh, we all feel like we've adopted you over the years uh, as, a, as a Canadian. So uh, it's, uh, it brings a nice dynamic into the mix to be able to bring that understanding of what trade really means, the importance of trade from the U.S. state perspective. Um, as well as the importance for uh, domestic markets on top of that. It's an exciting year coming ahead. Rick, your mandate. Every chair coming in for their term has a clear perspective on, on how they want to build on the previous year and some elements that they want to uh, try and cultivate during their term as chair. Where do you see your mandate going in the coming year? Well, seeing as how we're only in the second year of a five-year plan, I think it's really important that, of course, I step in and continue that and make sure that uh, as much as I can add to its success. And, and our plan is, is to connect, advocate, and grow our industry. So from that level, when it, when it comes to the growth aspect, and, and Sam touched upon, upon it earlier, and you have too, and that is, is food safety still continues to be a huge focal point for everybody in the produce industry, regardless of where it's coming from. We're all there. It comes to us. It needs to be safe. So I'm going to be working with the CPMA staff and volunteers to ensure that we're able to meet the organization's goals to establish a very, very good food safety plan that also includes a focus on the research and innovation. And I know we recently have added somebody on staff there, and we're just really, really looking forward to really expand that program and come up with a very top-notch area in food safety. The other is advocacy or to advocate. We, we've been talking about it just a little earlier, but open and free trade is so vital to our industry. And as the first international chair, I certainly am going to work to facilitate the ongoing efforts of the CPMA to enable a barrier-free trading environment. And we know there's many challenges that uh, are in front of us that we know of, and we know that during the course of the year, many of them that come up. I'm really going to make sure that, and in particular, being here from the U.S. and working in with the Canadians, we want as least amount of friction as possible from legal standpoints and very in the border to be able to, to move our products back and forth and free trade. So that's really important. And finally, really the third part, connect. And the produce industry continues to change at a, at a rapid pace. And to support this change and to enable ongoing member connectivity and growth, I'm going to be working to provide the necessary business tools that will allow 
members to efficiently and effectively do business in Canada. For more than 90 years, CPMA has been a leader in developing business tools and networking opportunities for its members. And these tools could be used either via existing services such as label review or issue management programs to networking programs such as our own town halls and national convention. But I hope to work with the staff and our volunteers, our directors, members, to look for opportunities to expand the potential of existing tools and develop new tools where other needs exist. And so really those are the three areas that I think make up the mandate. And as I said, we're in the second year of this program. And it's, it's an awful lot to accomplish. It, it just changes every year from a standpoint of things come into it. We accomplish things so they get checked off the list. But this is an ongoing thing. And I think it's going to be a very, very strong effort for five years to really make huge gains in these areas. Hello, everyone. Sorry, I'm briefly interrupting the podcast because it's time to hear from our sponsor, Nature Fresh Farms. And on the line, we have Chris from Nature Fresh. Chris, uh, I've heard something about this new Ontario Red. I'm wondering if you can let me know anything about that. Yeah, sure thing, Jason. About three weeks ago, uh, almost four weeks ago now, at CPMA in Toronto, we unveiled our new Ontario Red tomato. After much success and fanfare last year when we launched the Ohio Red, we realized that consumers were now starting to demand for the product by name. And here in Leamington, with 130 acres of, of, of peppers and, and tomatoes, we started looking about how do we, how can we better market the products that, that we grow locally here, and how do we get behind an initiative that would support Foodland Ontario as well. So, with the success of Ohio Red, we said, hey, let's let's, let's go all in and let's, let's launch Ontario Red. And the Ontario Red is, is by, the, by the same grower, same farm, same seed. Every single time you buy, it, you know exactly where it's coming from. So it's. It's a TOV, a beefsteak, and it's a Roma tomato. And we had it on display at CPMA in Toronto. It was uh, met with rave reviews. The media covered it well and is now shipping to all of our retail partners across Ontario and actually coming to the, into the U.S. But the response to date has been, has been great. The brand is, is, is well positioned and we're very, very pleased with, with the first four weeks. Speaking of media coverage, I've noticed, uh, well, just today, that you're getting some pickup for your local efforts as well. Well, that's that's true. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire, in a good way. Nature Fresh Farms today, in association with Lincoln District Secondary School and the Greater Essex County School Board, announced a community-based initiative to fund Nature Fresh Fields. There's a brand new high school that's being built here in the Lincoln District, and uh, the school ran out of funds and did not have enough money to to build out, outdoor sports fields. So Pete Quiring, our present owner, caught wind of it and said, hey, we'll step up and we'll, uh, we'll lead the initiative together with our sister company, South Essex Fabricating, along with the school and the school board and the fundraising committee, have launched Nature Fresh Field, which is a $1.5 million fundraising campaign to build a state-of-the-art recreation competitive sport facility that will house uh, an eight-track field with uh, regulation size for offset, but at the same time uh, building a football field and soccer field all within the same complex at the school. So. Today, uh, we, we, we did the groundbreaking with much fanfare with hundreds of kids from the school, and we're pretty excited about it. We've created a, a custom landing page called naturefreshfield.ca, and it's 100% fueled by the community. Naturefresh is contributing up to $250,000 towards this initiative, and then with all of our all of our partners in the local area and the local community, we'll, uh, we'll raise, the, uh, raise the flag as part of Operation Flagpole to reach that $1.5 million goal. Thanks, Chris. And we're headed back to the conversation. Thanks, Rick. Now, I'd like to provide Sam with the opportunity to give some final thoughts 
been a wonderful year. I have certainly enjoyed it. I, I, I've enjoyed meeting all of a number of new people that I met traveling with Ron, whether it was Canada or the United States, and having that opportunity to spread the word of the CPMA. I've certainly enjoyed it, and I look forward to Rick taking over and taking us to another level. It's uh, been a wonderful experience, and if anyone has any doubts about either joining the CPMA or having any any worries about, you know, working your way onto the executive and becoming a chair, if you honestly want to do that, then that is something, that is a goal that you should really strive towards because it is certainly, it's work. It's not hard, hard work, but it, it is work. Believe me, Ron keeps you very busy. And Rick, be prepared because he does keep you busy. Whether you're traveling or you're on conference calls, he'll, he'll keep you busy throughout the year. But it's a great busy. It's a really wonderful thing to be able to serve as the chair of the CPMA. So I'd like to thank, you know, the board of directors, the staff, everyone that, you know, is involved with the CPMA. And for those that aren't, I'm looking forward to seeing you join join our organization. So thank you very much, and thank you, Ron. Now, Sam? Yep. I think it may be time, uh, since we have our first international chair, Yep. what do you think uh, we need to do next? Maybe uh, test it, uh, Rick's knowledge on, uh, on Canadian? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, I think that we should, because if he wants to challenge me on some U.S. stuff, I'm pretty certain I'd be able to answer his question. So let's see how Mr. Uh, – what's your nickname again? California Rick? There you it? go, California Rick. Or is it Manhattan Rick? <clears throat> uh, I think it depends where you catch me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would I would love to do that, Ron. Uh, I think I know where this is going now. Okay, it's going to be this way. Go ahead, Sam. Fire away. All right. This is an easy one, or it should be. What is the capital of Canada? Well, I have been there. It is Ottawa. So I think I got that one right. You are correct, Mr. Rick. Next question. Canada has 10 provinces and three territories. Can you name three of them? Oh, well, I can do better than that. So I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot because I have been to many of the provinces. So let's go with uh, west to east. So British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and I've traveled in these when I was much younger, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec, then it starts getting a little bit hazier. I know we've got Prince Edward Island out there, um, beautiful Nova Scotia. Hmm. Let's see, New Brunswick. Yes. And then hold it. And then I know these. These are very dear to my heart because there happen to be dog breeds, Labrador and Newfoundland. But I don't know if that's one or two provinces. Oh, oh, oh. you're good, Rick. Very. How'd I do? Okay. Now how about territories? You said territory. We've been in Yukon together. Yes, we have. Fantastic somewhere there. I remember that one. Mm -hmm. um, and then let's see. So that gives me Lots. two more. Two more, I think. Okay, let's see. Well, one of them I think is interesting, the Northwest Territories. How can you forget a place called by its where it is on the compass? Northwest Territories. Right. And then I think the third one, I think the third one that's big enough to be a territory 
I think is Ron's home. I think it's Ron's home in Ottawa. I think is its own territory. Is that right? Huh? <laughs> yeah. You know what? They haven't made it a territory oh. yet. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. All right. No, nope, I'm I'm a blank. I draw a blank on the third. Nunavut, and it's a new territory. So uh, that you know what, Rick? That's pretty darn good. And uh, I have to say, being on the CPMA board has helped a little bit with that because we've had uh, a bit of, uh, of visiting. I know through your uh, your work also, but. Our our board has uh, had the opportunity to visit many of these provinces over the years, and and you're right in one of the territories when we hold our uh, our board meetings. So so far so far, Sam, it's been pretty easy because it's real experience. So far, you're uh, you're batting uh, a thousand. How's that? Oh. <laughs> now here's the next one. How old is Canada? And I'll give you a bit of a hint. We're coming up on a on a big one this year in 2017. Oh boy. Well. Your hint isn't that it's 2017 years old, so that's not it. It's probably younger than the U.S. Yes. Um, 170, 165. I don't know how old. One. This is our 150th anniversary. Oh, all right. Okay. Close. Close. Yes. So definitely. Okay. Close. For sure. Anyone that is listening, go on the 150 website. You'd be surprised at how many things are happening throughout the country. Okay, Rick. Question number four. This is a produce question. Canada is the fifth largest producer of food in the world. In terms of vegetable production, the official statistics have potatoes and tomatoes as the most in terms of tonnage. What vegetables round out the top five? Oh, boy. Well, I'll tell you. If, if, whenever I see potatoes, I think of... Onions, so I'd say onions has one of them. That's so one. That out. Oh, good. Okay, great. Now I'm, I just fell out of it. I'm not going to say, uh, oh, boy, this is going to be tough. And I'll tell you what, we grow an awful lot of corn here, and there's a lot of consumption of corn, and I know that's a very popular one in a lot of stores, so I'll say corn is one. You got two. You have one more. I have no clue what the number three is. I would have absolutely no clue. Think of a commodity item. <laughs> you know, and it's probably got to go in the ground, right? So it's probably going to be better suited for a for a, a crop buried in the ground once it grows outside of it. I'm going to give you a hint. How about, how about you, If you've been to Manitoba, and I know you have, and uh, you've ever uh, Larry McIntosh's uh, yes. uh, yeah. advertising. And I think this is one of Bugs Bunny's favorites. It is. Not I'll go with carrots. I'll go with carrots. <laughs> well done, Rick. Larry, a little help, but well done. I needed the help. Thank you. Oh, right there. Okay, here's an easy one for you. Who is the head of state for Canada? Justin Trudeau. Very good. And All the women here talk about him, so I'm sure that's, uh, that's how I know him. Here we go. Another produce question for you. The official statistics in terms of farm gate value for fruit have the top five commodities as number five, strawberries, number four, cranberries, Number three, grapes. That includes wine grapes. Number two is apples. What is number one? Okay, you got to give me a hint on this one. I need a hint. You know what? One of our they're one of also one of our uh, biggest export products to uh, China. One of our biggest, and they are a big, gro heavily grown in British Columbia. Aha. Uh -huh. Cooler climate, a little bit cooler. Coastal, maybe. Uh, coastal. Strong coastal. Uh, there's also some. Can you give me a hint? Can you give me a hint to color? Or would that give it away? That would give it away. Oh. 
Okay. Then you must be meaning blueberries. They are blueberries. <laughs> All right. Very good. Lucky guess. <laughs> yeah. Until you ask the right question, can you tell me the color? <laughs> yeah. That's it. Well done, Rick. That's okay. Very well done. Good. My goodness. Okay. United States is Canada's biggest. Wow. Well, this isn't fair because Ron already answered this question earlier. Let's and see. I was taking notes. So let's, let's see. Listening. <laughs> United States is Canada's biggest trading partner. Well, what about fruit and vegetables? What is the value of product crossing the border? Canada to the U.S. and the U.S. to Canada. Canada to U.S. is 1.38, and the U.S. to Canada is 2.52. Billions of dollars, U.S. dollars. Yeah, you're using U.S. dollars. That's not fair. <laughs> So uh, you're right. He, gave, he 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 let that one out of the bag earlier. Two point three billion Canada to U.S. and four point two billion U.S. to Canada. That's correct. That's yes, the, it is. amazing. So it's almost two. Ron answered it for you. Okay. Yes, he did. He did. Two more questions. Uh oh. They're going to get embarrassing because they haven't been really embarrassing yet. Are you what? Give us the first, and I'm certain that. Canadians on the line could probably sing the entire one. Just give oh, us oh. first two lines of the Canadian national anthem. <laughs> At least I don't have to sing it. No, no. Be... <laughs> no. Um, oh, Canada. Yes. Our home and native land. Yes. That's the first sentence, I guess, right? Oh. Okay. I know the next one has something about patriots. Let's see. Oh. Don't be looking it up while Okay, I gotta have to. I don't know the second line. I'm sorry. And uh, well, it doesn't have, have anything. It would be with Tom Brady <laughs> and the Patriots, by the way. But oh, there is. Oh yeah, you were. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Two Patriots. Okay. Home and native land. I know. And then after that, it's. Oh. Yeah. Um. Okay, everyone. Here it is. The lightning round. You ready, oh. Mr. Rick? Yep. Last question. Are these people Canadians? A simple yes and no answers, okay? Let's start with Celine Dion. Yes. Barbara Streisand. No. Neil Diamond. No. Neil Young. Oh, yes. He's been thrown out of Alabama. He's, 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 he's a Canadian. <laughs> yes. Because it's no use asking you a, a music question. That's just not <laughs> James Cameron. Yes. Anderson Cooper. No, and it's only because my wife told me about the family that he's from, and I know he's from a very, very well-established, wealthy family, and I do believe it's an American family, so oh, yeah. no, he's not. It's William Shatner. Gosh, William Shatner. Captain Kurt. He looks like he can be Canadian, definitely for sure. And you know what? He's a pretty friendly guy. Yeah, I'm going to say he's Canadian. Yep. Michael J. Fox. Uh, there's a great guy. That's a great guy. I'll give you a hint. He he he, he does play hockey. Oh, oh, thanks, Ron. Okay, that answered the question. Well done. But he, but he drove. But he drove a DeLorean. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. He's yes. Definitely. Absolutely. Without a questionable doubt, he's definitely Canadian. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> thank I know you, what Ron. your first clue was. Uh, wow. Good call. Uh, oh, well, those are good. Those were good. I'll tell you. Well done. Believe me. Well done. You are now an honorary Canadian. They don't ask that many questions when you want to get your uh, 
citizenship, believe me. Well, I would have to say this. I'm glad you asked me on factoids about Canada and not factoids about the U.S. Our political system because for my 17 years in Canada on the board, I have never met so many Canadians that know so much more than Americans do about our political system. So I'm glad you didn't ask me anything about the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Rick, you've been a great sport. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I have to laugh. The only question Sam didn't throw at you was uh, if you go to Timmy's and ask for a double-double, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know, but I would hope he'd be there to pay for it and order it for me. What is it? <laughs> There's a, there's a few little things that we Canadians are going to just keep secret, okay? One thing, Rick, when you answer a question, you have to put E-H at the end of them. A. 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 Got it. You don't go A, that's it. It's not, it's not yeah. an answer. I've got to be careful that I don't sound like Fonzie either, so I've got to distinguish between the two. No, A. 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 Okay, got it. Well, thanks, Sam. Thanks, Rick. Rick, you've been a great sport on our uh, Canadiana trivia. And you know what? Again, a great podcast. I hope our listeners enjoyed hearing the perspective from our current chair and outgoing chair, Sam Silvestro, and our incoming chair, Rick Alcoser. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us for future podcasts. And that's it. That's all that we have for you this month on Produce Talks. I'd like to thank Rick, Sam, and Ron for the great conversation. I'd like to thank Selena for letting us know about this month's Fresh Health Award winner. Remember, if you want to nominate somebody or you've seen somebody using the Fredgy or Half Your Plate program outstandingly, you can email her and let her know about it. And as usual, we'd love to hear from you. You can get a hold of us by emailing podcast at cpma.ca. That's podcast at cpma.ca. Or if you want to let us know how we're doing, if you want to uh, provide some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. We are heading up to our 50th episode, so maybe you've had a, a subject that you want to check back in on, see how things are going. We'd love to take a look at back at some of the topics that we've already covered. Until next time, make a healthy choice. Fill half your plate with fruits and veggies. You will now be disconnected by the moderator.